When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Afternoons on SEN. B, it is midday madness time. Dwayne's world. As we head towards Christmas, Christmas week is here. Cam Luke filling in. Well, thanks to Work Locker, Caram Downs and Packingham. Unlocked, stocked and full of value. Work where, for wherever you work. Lot to get into, a hell of a lot to get into. The Werribee Kia open line is open, one 736-736 here in Melbourne town, 16 degrees and raining. Might have put the dampener on some of the spirits of the sports fans, wherever you might be. So we're going to get into it. We're going to sit down. We're going to have a good chat about plenty of things. Daniel Garb, well, he's filling in for Jimmy Smith in Sydney. And I'm just going to crash his show and likewise. So we're going to cross over with Daniel Garb in about an hour's time to see what's making news in the Harbour City. Ryan Harris, of course, great Australian cricket person. Player, now as a coach, he's with the Strikers as the Big Bash fires back up again tonight. So they host the Thunder. So Ryan Harris to jump on the Werribee Kia open line uh, in a couple of hours' time. Callum Tolbert's going to join us as well, all things A-League and City and how that year is going as we get into what is a big three or four weeks in that league. Liam Sandemarie is going to drop by. NBL analyst, one of the best in the business, former player, Great TV personality, but it's gone to a new level. The NBL Next Stars competition has really been big. And I say competition because there feels like there is players all around the world scampering to get a part of the program to help their professional career. So Liam Santa Maria runs it. He is the GM of Next Stars, and he's going to jump in the studio to have a chat about all things NBL Next Stars. But I do want to start with a very simple question. Prizes galore to give away, all thanks to the House of Golf, a $50 e-gift card, an Albert Park mini golf family pass, school holidays is pretty much here. If it isn't, we're only a day or two away. And, of course, this time of year, liquid gold, the Pataki ham. It simply wouldn't be Christmas without a Pataki ham. And I know this conversation is one that everybody has, be it on the radio, at the water cooler at work, around the barbecue at a Christmas party or at the bar having a few quiet drinks. But it is quite simple right now. You can take this wherever you want. But the simple question is, how do you feel about cricket? Now, we have spent the last three or four days talking about the crowds in Perth. It's a changed Australian summer. Perth opening it, something we're not overly used to. Stadium's not exactly one that we have a great deal of historic cricket memories around. It's a new stadium. The crowd was small. But let's not just sit here and continually just say that the West Australian cricket fans or sporting fans are alone in this situation. The crowds aren't exactly at the highest rate that they have been in recent times. And I don't really know why. For me, there is so many things on. I I do a lot with the NBL. I do a lot with the NFL. I have SEN track. Horse racing continues. So whilst I love cricket and I'm well and truly across the Big Bash and the Test cricket, unless it's in my backyard here in Melbourne, I'm probably not going to attend or travel, which is a hell of a lot different to the AFL and NRL passion that runs through your veins. But I do want to know 
where you sit with cricket. It's a quite a simple, do you like it? Do you hate it? Have you lost interest? Have you gained interest? Is it because of the team? Is it because of a player? Is it because this player's not in? Is it because he's in? one three hundred seven three six seven three six. The Ruby Kia open line is open. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. There is a lot. There is a lot. So here, here we go. This is straight off the temper text as well. I think the media just like to focus on the negative feedback when it comes to cricket and have painted a picture that isn't necessarily correct. Most sports fans still love the cricket, but they don't voice their opinion as strongly as the negative people. Okay, so that is honestly probably an indication of where we sit in society. So very few people take to social media or the 40 Wings Temper Text to talk about positivity. They traditionally talk about negativity because that leads to higher engagement and arguments and all of a sudden that leads to more people commenting on your Facebook or your Instagram or your ex post and then you or the certain person feels like they've got a self-inflated ego. So I understand exactly that point of view. So this is exactly what this is. I'm not going to sit here and say the cricket's bad. one three hundred seven three six. 736, quite simple. Give me a call, positive or negative. If you love cricket, and I I believe that that is where society sits, where negativity does run so much of what we consume or are exposed to. Absolutely understand that. But this is a great chance for you to call me, have a chance to win prizes, and talk to me about the game of cricket. 1-300-736-736. Let's do it on a rainy Tuesday it is Dwayne's World. Cam Luke filling in. All thanks to Work Locker. Let's kick started. Kenny is in Bendigo. Hello, Kenny. Seasons uh, greetings, Cam. Uh, how are you? I'm very well, man. What do, you, what do you make of cricket? Well, I still like cricket, but I, I find I don't have the time to sit down and watch it like I used to. But uh, I'm probably a bit like your dad or your grandfather, mm-hmm. Cam. I, uh, I'm old school, and I think I've been a little bit... I miss the Lillian Marsh and the West Indies and all that, you know, the, when we we're really ferocious against the Poms. And so I think living in the past a little bit, but I, I, I still like the cricket, but, but not as much as I used to. It is interesting on that. Thank you, Kenny. And uh, season's greetings to you and your family as well. It's, it's interesting that in today's day and age when we have, you know, the IPL, when we have T20 domestic competitions, these players play a lot with each other. Uh, and it's great. It's great for cricket fans. You see the best of the best all playing in the one team or the one franchise and away you go. But I do wonder if it stops a little bit of the rivalry that we used to see, Kenny. And you touch on it. You know, there used to be uh, a little bit, not disrespect, but disdain for opposition nations. And this probably happens in all sports, by the way. But that whole, uh, you know, huffing and puffing and something you would see all the time and bowling a 150k bouncer to try and you know, pump your chest out and and send a bit of a message probably doesn't happen as much anymore because I think the the athletes are a lot closer because they get to know them or each other in other senses of competitions. Thank you, Kenny. Andrew and Nidri, fire away, mate. Cricket, where do you sit currently? Well, I'm I'm a neutral because I do love uh, watching England and India Mm -hmm. when we play them, uh, either here or overseas. But domestically, I'm not into the big bash. Um, and I don't think there's enough characters um, in, in cricket today, even on the field or off the field. Mm-hmm. And we have too much choice. We have too much choice in sport now these days because we are saturated with, with um, all types of sports. Um, and, you know, like, um, yeah, so, you know, if it's either the basketball, or the American Football League or, um, 
you know, um, Pakistan wasn't a good choice. Uh, to, you know, uh, you know, got, we, there's an issue with Test cricket um, with the standard. Um, there's really only three teams in the world these days, you can say, and maybe South Africa too, um, uh, that you want to watch. You know, Pakistan is not not a r- real easy team to watch. So, you know, so it's it's a it's about timing. It's about choice. It's about um, lack lack of uh, characters in the game. Well, it appears to be lack of character. I don't, you know, like, um, you know, the days where we used to, you know, love to watch, um, you know, the Dennis Lilies of this world and the Tomos and, you know, going back that far, but even even more modern times, there's really no characters you can, you know, really want to watch in the game. Do you um, think, just, just on that, Andrew, do, do you think that, you know, the, the Lilies and the Tomos of the world, even the, the Shane Warns in a in a later generation, do you think they were more relatable to the the, the Australian sports fan? They were they were they were athletes who had a real crack on the pitch, and, and we understand that there is a hell of a lot more to watch nowadays than when they were playing. But then they were having a beer. They were, of course, larrikins who you you could occasionally bump into somewhere around the country, knocking down five or six different schooners. Warnie did a little bit different because I think he transcended the actual sport. Uh, but do you think there's a little bit of lack of relatability in today's cricketers? Yeah, I, I think so, and, and probably overexposure of cricketers too. Um, you know, we, we held up Lily and Tomo and those likes because we didn't see them that often. We, we mm. saw them, you know, um, here, and then they go overseas, and uh, they weren't they weren't saturated. So we were always looking forward to watching them in summer. Now, you know, you watch the same cricket side uh, basically 48 weeks of the year. Mm. True. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate your call. A really good point in there as well about the choice. And and for me, it's a little bit different because work-wise, I, you know, I talk about the NBL, I talk about the NFL, I talk about horse racing over at, at the sister station and SEN track. So there's a million different things on work-wise that means that I've, got more on than someone might have had, you know, 20 odd years ago. There was no NBL in the summer. It was a winter sport until the late 90s. There was no big bash, which meant there was a cramped schedule or now means there's a cramped schedule and it means that we are getting exposed more to these athletes. There was no A-League in its current format. There was no real pay TV here in Australia. I speak for myself and I know that it came through in the mid-90s, but you get exposed to a lot more sport if it is that way inclined when it comes to the NBA. If it comes to pre- Premier League, if you want to be that more way involved. And there is only so many certain hours in the days of which you can, I guess, have a look at the, the world of sport or the world of cricket. Mark is in Sydney, one 736 736 The 40 Wings temper text is going nuts. There are prizes to give away. It is a simple question. How do you feel about cricket? Mark, answer it, please, from your perspective. Good afternoon. Well, Merry Christmas to you and all of the SEN team because I love listening to you guys. As much as I've got my son next to me, who uh, not a big sport follower and can't stand that I listen to SEN all the time, I've got two points that I want to make. Take it away. One, Australia likes competition. Mm-hmm. If it had been India here, or wait till the next Ashes, and then I think you'll see crowds explode, mm. right? Because we're going to have build-up, we're going to have rivalry. It's like, what's our rivalry with Pakistan? So that's one point I want to make. The other point that seems to be lost in all this is, unfortunately, we've got a cost of living crisis and people just literally can't afford tickets. 
I, I think that is absolutely, Mark. Uh, uh, and it's not just cricket, to be fair. The cost of living, of course, as we know, in the uh, the number has gone up, which means people have to be more selective and prioritise certain things. And I, I, I'm not 100%. I absolutely think that the Indian tests are going to be incredibly well received because there are a great near deal of Indian f- people, you know, who live in this country who are going to be absolutely... And I think that Indian-Pakistan game at that T20 World Cup at the MCG about 15, 16 months ago, they just love their cricket so much, they're going to pack the joints out. And, and of course, the Ashes, no doubt the crowds will be big. But I also think that in a past generation, people went to see the Australian Test Team. And it didn't really matter. And there may be a, a difference now when it comes to the competitive nations that we actually play on a regular basis. So I totally understand that. So I'm not absolutely disregarding that point. But I think in the past, when we had a dominant Australian test team, one that has taken all before them in this calendar year, they won the World Test Championship and they retained the Ashes. Uh, I think the Australian cricket fans or the Australian sporting fans traditionally went, and this might be because we're sport for choice now. Now we're able to pick and choose what we go to based on the level of competition a sporting environment is going to kick back towards us. But I also think in past generations, it was about going to see Australia, not necessarily not go because they're going to deal with someone like the Pakistanis who are a little bit lower, no doubt, in three and a half days. We're fired up. You're fired up and I love it. one 736 to get involved. The 40 Wings Temper Text is here and it is going nuts. I'm going to get back to your calls on the other side of this. All thanks to Work Locker. Cam Luke filling in for Dwayne Russell on SEN Afternoons. Right around Australia on the SEN Radio Network, Cam Luke in for Dwayne Russell. Dwayne back in 2024. I think it's January 8th, so we didn't have to wait long for the pipe to be back in fine form as we head into the new year and what is going to be a big year on Midday Madness we do it all thanks to Work Locker, Karim Downs and Packenham. Work where, for wherever you work. Ryan Harris will join me in about an hour's time. Daniel Garb's going to crash my show. Likewise, me onto his in Sydney. Callum Talbot's uh, going to roll onto the Werribee Kia open line. Liam Santa Maria's going to pop in. But right now, it's all about you. one 736 736 I am intrigued by cricket in this country and what you, men and women, sports fans right around the nation, actually feel about the actual sport. Or maybe the team, it may be the sport, it might be the schedule, it may be the big bash. one 736 736 open conversation to get your thoughts. Let's get to Matthew in Doncaster. I've got prizes galore to give away as well. Matthew, where do you sit with cricket? Well, at the moment, I think it's an interesting one um, because if you talk about you know characters of the game, like even with Pakistan, you have the old Imran Khan and Salim Malik, now are we going to get any of those ever again? Well, we don't know, but the problem isn't that. The problem is the game is moving towards, you know, two of the best Pakistan bowlers are actually playing Big Bash, mm. right? Harris Rolf and that other young kid that's going through. Now, unless they change the system to encourage them to play test cricket, which is kind of what Razi Makram's point on that was the other day, to go, you know, uh, if you want to be known as a legend of the game, you need to do that. It's not going to change neither for the West Indian cricketers who are playing Big Bash, or T20 only. And so those teams are not going to be those teams that anybody looks at as competitive. Whereas with India, for instance, you know, I was watching the one day uh, yesterday, the India-South Africa one a couple of days ago, actually. And there's a couple of kids in there go, I don't even know who they are. But they were playing incredibly well, right? Now, that's where that rivalry comes from. The reality is 
I think um, as a you know Australian cricket board or, or even the ICC, we need to work out how we can get these other teams in. Like Sri Lanka, for instance, we used to have all those characters, De Silva and Jason Rea and all these guys. I'm sure there are some of those there as well. But again, they, all they do is play T20, mm. right? So that's my, I think, I guess my point, right? I think the Australian Cricket Board has to somehow find a way to sort of encourage uh, the teams to, at the same time, uh, go, well, you know, you've got to bring your best players here. It, it does feel like, and not just the Australian Cricket Board and the Australian Summer of Cricket, but it, cricket is a sport that in recent times feels like it's robbed Peter to pay Paul, right? And a lot of that is around the T20. It's been well documented when it comes to the West Indies and, and, and how that cricket nation looks at certain things, formats, a shorter format, a hell of a lot more interesting and, and well participated by their top players than the test arena. And, and that kind of sucks. We have so much on, but the money is so big in some domestic competitions. From the Australian point of view, it is so hard in this summer. And I, that is my question, I, I think, because I'm not asking uh, if you actually like test cricket. I'm just asking where you sit on cricket. Because the big bash is here. There are, uh, are, we, are we getting the personalities shine through in the in the T Twenty format in the Big Bash that we used to have in the Test Arena, are we then stopping certain Test Arena players playing in the Big Bash? Does that annoy you if you are a, a cricketer or, or a sports fan? For me, it is always on. Like at night time, I'll get home tonight. I'll have the uh, the SCN cricket crew. I'll have the uh, the pictures on 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 the TV. I have the SCN cricket crew there listening through the SCN app or or on the radio. It'll be on. But the the deep seated passion that used to be there for cricket is not there anymore, I don't think, as a whole, be it nationally. And, of course, the Big Bash is still in its infancy. It's still a long way to go as it works through a, about a million different evolutions. So I, I'm certain in 100 years' time, there will be hardcore fans of the Melbourne Stars. There will be hardcore fans of the Perth Scorchers. And there will be people – I've said this about the Big Bash, and I, I don't think this is anyone's fault. Like, people – if, you're, if you barrack for a team, if you are a Melbourne Stars fan here in Melbourne or a Renegades fan, whilst you're a little bit annoyed if they lose, you're not absolutely crestfallen like you are if you're at the MCG on a Sunday at 1 o'clock and your team gets done. That is just the it – is, it is too much of an ask to expect the passion to be there within the first decade of the competition. But they need to be able to find a way to make sure the fans, you people right now listening – are able to continually be exposed to the best players playing for your franchises. Mark's on the Limestone Coast. Mark, take it away. Well, sometimes there are things that you can clearly put a finger on Mm -hmm. when you go off something, right? And sometimes it's a bit more cryptic. And as a test cricket fan for the best part of my nearly 60 years, I sometimes sit here and wonder why have I gone off it? Mm-hmm. And 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 I, so I'm I'm in in this boat. I sometimes have to sit and ponder why why mm. have I gone off it? Um, I won't go on to the, talk about the elephant in the room because I'm sure other people will. But there's one thing that I I, I really gets up my goat, and that is the uh, Australian Cricket Board how they have no no respect for tradition except for the Boxing Day test. That's it. Everything else can get stuffed. Um, the first test is at the Gabba. That's where it should always be, at the Gabba. That's the home of the first test for test cricket in Australia. Why did they have it in Perth? Why would they have it then? You have it in Perth later in, uh, when the summer has baked that, that wicket over there and it's as bouncy as you know what. Mm-hmm. 
They have, it's all to do with they're more interested in money and in television. They've sold their soul to Amazon. So you have to look at that. And that's just one part. And I know there are other callers. There's a hundred things. When I sit back and I think, why have I gone cricket, uh, gone off cricket? There are a hundred things, mate. Are you, are you a big bash guy, Mark? I hate it. Okay. I have not watched one game. Is it the format not... or is it the way that the big bash is constructed? Like, are you a T20 guy? Like, will you watch the T20 World Cup? No. Okay. I don't watch T20. Okay. It is gar. It is bubblegum cricket. It is absolute garbage. Who'd want to be a bowler? You know, I used to play. When I was a young guy, I used to play. I wasn't very good. But who would want to be a mm. bowler? You're just cannon fodder. Mm. There's no skill. There's no, There's nothing. It's just. It's just something to spot bet on. That's Mark, what it is. I, I, just, I, I, just, I, I love your passion. I love it, and it's what I want to know because you're right. There are. Well, Mark is right in. There's no. I was talking about this, and I'm thinking about this, and I love. I love Test cricket. I, I'm. I'm. I'm absolutely. I understand the T20s. I understand the one day. For I understand why it's there. It's traditionally pushed by the Indians, and I get it because they get major crowds and the financial side of it, which is what makes so much go around. And uh, I think the Australian Summer of Cricket or Australian Cricket Board are trying to find that right balance, which isn't always easy. Keeping in mind that we had a. World Cup that went quite late. You've got to try and fit it all in. It's it's absolutely not easy to do. The, the thing for me is, though, there is no easy answer for me as to why. And I always revert back to the fact that I am just busier now. When I was growing up in the mid-90s and I'm in my teens and it was football and basketball in the winter and cricket in the summer, it was quite easy to dis- to distinguish what I was going to do on any any given night. Here's a test in the day, barely miss a ball. Here's at nighttime once that's all said and done with the one day is. Now, that's the only thing I can lean on is I've got a lot more on now, both work-wise and what I do when it comes to my sporting taste outside of it. Uh, Rob's in Tarnit, one 736 736 uh, Rob, take it away. Yeah, hi, mate. Um, well, all the, all the callers, they're absolutely, everyone's got a, an opinion and everyone's right. Like, you can't put your finger on just one thing. For myself, um, I love, as you were just saying there, love test cricket. Um, the one day is, they're okay, but, you know, I'll just have it on in the background these days. You mm. know, you just look at the scores every now and then. But when I was, you know, during the 90s and that, I wouldn't miss a ball. Yeah. Um, with my kids, they, they just, they like it, but they know more English soccer players. They're only young. They know more NBA players, English soccer players, um, you know, Italian players, Spanish players, more than our cricketers and AFL players, which mm. I don't know if all kids are like that. But, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, it's it's more exposed. Like, the American sports are more exposed now. So maybe that's you know, a challenge for, you know, our uh, traditional Australian sports. So, yeah, that's just... It- from my perspective. And that's, I guess, Rob, we're probably similar ages, but the the fact is we didn't have sort of that exposure to all these other athletes right around the world, the personalities to them by, you know, via social media, of which kids are, are fairly and a lot more tapped into it than I am nowadays, I think from about eight years up nowadays. But like, I think the fact is we didn't have pay, to pay TV. Like everything is so easily accessible in a million different platforms, which makes it easier to be, 
you know, uh, endeared to something that we may not necessarily have had the opportunity. It was Michael Jordan and Shaq in the 90s that we got to see a lot of, but it was almost always on replay or or delayed. Uh, today, the kids and the younger generation, of which a lot of people are suggesting that cricket is a in an older person's sport in some regards, have definitely got more choices. Rob, we appreciate your call, mate, but uh, the kids like golf, mini golf at all? Yeah, they they love it. Okay. Um, we have played a few times, but it, I'll give. I better give you. I'll give um, you an Albert Park Mini Golf Family Pass for the school holidays. Fantastic. Done. Thanks very much. Thank you, Rob. He's out in Tarnate. It is interesting. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Here we go. Off the text, Benny says a lot of whinging going on here. Give me the BBL over the unwatchable NBL any day. There are. I, I'm a big bash fan. I think they need to tweak with it. I, I, I personally believe it should be a two-week tournament after the test matches. Try and squeeze the one days one day is out of it. I don't think we necessarily need the one day is in the middle of January or on the back end of January, or early February, when we've got the big bash where we can have these players build something. I think we could do a two-week tournament for the big bash. Get it over and done with. These players, after the test is done, the test arena is over, we fire it up, we have two weeks, all the players play. So it's open slather. If you want to play, if you want to play, there's no pressure from the Australian Cricket Board or the Australian Test Team to play because they've got a test match on the horizon, which also always should take precedence, by the way, in, in my opinion, when it comes to test match cricket. Let's have it. Let's have triple headers every day. Let's work with the broadcasters, both Channel 7 and Fox Cricket, to have it and play every second day and get this tournament overdone really quickly. Before the school holidays are done, but we have a consistent stream of big bash cricket with the best players in the country available to play with the schedule and the calendar being test earlier, big bash later. And let's see if we can grow from there. Because right now, intertwining them, honestly, probably isn't working to match the excitement levels of which a competition should. A quick break. News is here. More of your calls on how you feel about cricket, the sport, next. SEN Afternoons is going to be back in 2024. January 8 is when the pipe is back to do this and dominate like he has for the last few years. And Midday Madness is all thanks to work like a Caram Downs and Packingham workwear for wherever you work. Off the 40 Wings temper text. This, this is a really good point. The television networks don't want a two-week tournament with the Big Bash. I, I, I absolutely understand why they would be a little against it, probably a lot against it. But these are the conversations that we need to have, I think. Create Australia, if we could find a way to have the best players playing, like all the highest profile, or I won't say all, I'll say 95% of the highest profile players for the Australian men's cricket side of it play for the Australian test team, which means the Big Bash is forever trying to conjure up excitement based just on the format, which some people don't like. So if there's a way to get our highest profile players playing and guaranteed to play, then maybe they should be having these conversations to look at it. You are right, though. The television networks and the media partners, understandably, want it over a longer period for reasons that we all probably know about. Raj is in Sunbury, one 736 736 A Badocky ham still to give away and a $50 e-gift card, all thanks to the House of Golf. It's quite a simple question. How do you feel about cricket, Raj? Uh, yes, Sam. Just a couple of points about what I feel about cricket now. Yep. Uh, I am clearly from uh, an Indian background, and I'm an absolute cricket fanatic, have been for the last 35 or 37 years. There was a couple of points that I wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Was The first one was that there's been a lot of criticism um, 
in the media and, and you know, over the airwaves about the crowd numbers in Perth. There was one person that was missing um, on the final day mm-hmm. of the first test match at, uh, at Perth. That person was Ricky Ponting. Even though he had a, a commentary commitment with Channel 7, um, and he, he, he actually flew to Dubai for the IPL auction. Mm-hmm. There's one person missing tonight. The coach of the Sydney Thunder is not going to be there for the game because he's also at the IPL auction. Now, the point that I'm trying to get to mm-hmm. is that, like I said, even though I am of Indian background, the BCCI, the Board of Control for Cricket in India, have absolutely ruined the game. And it's not about the money. That's, that's one thing that frustrates me. When I hear... Uh, in commentary or, or, or wherever, with people talking and saying it's about the money. In India, the cricket IPL is about politics. It is, it is run by a gentleman by the name of Jay Shah, who is the brother of the Indian Home Minister. Now, without going into politics, and I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to talk politics at all, um, it is about the fact that, say, for example, Saurav Ganguly, who was the BCCI uh, chairperson, lost his job because his Political affiliation was with another party. And, and the Indian political system is designed with, their, with financial backing to ensure that the, the party that Jay Shah's brother, which is the BJP, the Bharatiya Janata Party, it is all about that. That's where the finance comes in. And that's the nuance that most people, from, not from India, do not actually get that the, the cricket board is being run by the, um, by the Indian politicians. I, I, now, I, I would interject for a split second, Raj. You're right. I don't know a thing about uh, Indian politics. But what I want to just ask you just quite simply is that has all that and whatever it leads into the way that the cricket schedule or the, the cricket nations go about their business right now, have you lost your love for cricket? Are you less inclined to be involved as a, as a spectator? No, I now, like I said, I'm a cricket tragic. I can't. I, you know, sometimes I get disillusioned when I found yep. out that, that Ricky Ponting, for example, who I admire but, greatly as a cricketer, uh, as a tennis batsman, actually thought better of watching and commentating on the final day of the test match in Perth, leave. But that, that actually, is, what I will say about Raja, that, that would be, without having any idea about the situation, that would probably be a financial decision by by Ricky Ponting. And secondly, if we're going to start, I understand the disappointment around it, but Ricky Ponting isn't and wasn't playing in his test match. If we're going to start to lean on the fact that commentators aren't there, which takes away for our love for the cricket, then that's already a, a major concern. Raj, I do love your passion. I understand everyone gets disillusioned, but I love the fact that you still love the great game. Uh, Mark, Jeff, Paul, Caitlin, Mark, Anthony, Pete, wait right there. The Werribee Key open line has gone nuts. I'm getting back to you and the 40 Wings temper text on the other side of this. Afternoons on SEN. SEN Afternoons, Cam Luke in for Dwayne Russell. Robbo on the music as A-Rod takes a break. Link tearing it apart out the back. He's the first person... You speak to when you call the Werribee Kia open line on one 736 736 He's also the guy who decides who wins prizes, of which I have a couple left. A Pataki ham? It simply wouldn't be Christmas without a Pataki ham. And a $50 e-gift card 
to the House of Golf, your one-stop shop for all things golf. Simple question. Cricket, where do you sit? Do you love it? Are you off it? Have you lost passion? Have you gained passion? Caitlin is in Glen Iris. Hello to you, Caitlin. Hi. It's really nice. There's a woman that can talk. Absolutely. Take it away. <laughs> what do you make of cricket? I love cricket. I've been watching cricket since my dad brought it to me many, many, many years ago. And I know what people are saying and I know what people are saying about Perth, which I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just enjoy test cricket probably the most. I do enjoy it. I don't mind who we play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are very negative about a game that is so um, entrenched in Australia as and the world as, as a game to me. Um, I don't watch basketball. I don't really like soccer. I love AFL, mm-hmm. but cricket to me is probably my, my, my strong one. And, and I, I am going to the Boxing Day test. I go every year um, because and I don't care who plays. Um, I just like to watch the game. I like to watch the players. I like to see the youth come up. I like to see who we get in the Australian team. Um, and the Big Bash is fun. It's probably not something I watch as much as I watch Test cricket, but um, I just I enjoy it, and I don't. And I'm a girl, so <laughs> I love sports. So I just Good. think it's so much negativity out there. I think um, positivity is that um, to me. I always watch it, and I wish there wasn't so much negativity, and I wish there wasn't so much pressure on players and pressure on. Pat Cummins and all these, like, I think he's a wonderful captain. And all these players that we, we expect so much from them, but they play a game and let them play the game. It's very much the same with um, all sport, I think. Let them play their game. Let them be a cricketer. You don't need them to be anything else. And um, I, that, that's, just, that's just my take. Love it. It's a nice take, Caitlin. We appreciate your call and love the passion for cricket. And test cricket, the Boxing Day test is going to be huge, as it always is. And this is probably the point that I was struggling to get to as well when I was thinking about this and conversing. Winning traditionally solves everything in sport. Now, I'm not saying that that is right or wrong. There are there are times that the, the cracks get papered over because someone's really good at a particular sport or a team does certain things. Uh, this is the thing with the Australian cricket team. Like They, they have had an unbelievably great, like an unbelievably great year. They win the World Test Championship. They retain the Ashes, of which I think we got caught up. I've said this before. I think we got caught up arguing with people like Piers Morgan due to the morality of the sportsmanship or the spirit of cricket around the stumping. I think we got caught up in that rather than focusing on the fact that the Australian Test team did what they had to do. And then they go to a 50-over World Cup, of which they have been remarkably successful in the last 30, 40 years since the introduction of the tournament. They went to India. They had a bad start to it. There was talk about it. They had their injury concerns, and they were able to fight their way out of it to win a World Cup final against the Indians, who went in as the reddest of hottest of favourites. I just, I think, Caitlin makes a good point. It's society, and I'm a part of that when it comes to media in particular. Negativity does rule what we do, or does seem to take most of our time. And it is unfortunate that's the way that it is. But normally around this, it's about the success of the Australian cricket team, of which they have had plenty. And I think we've lost sight of that. I, I really do. And that's why I wanted to know what you guys think, what you girls think, what you sports fans think. Because I, I, there's no doubt that the passion 
does not necessarily overly evident on a positive way. Let's get to Paul in Ringwood. Paul, what do you make of cricket right now? Cam, you sort of jumped the gun a bit with my point, one of my points. <clears> my apologies. First thing, that's all right. First thing with the uh, with regards to the twenty twenty, I think you've got got a really good point there. The kids want to see the superstars. Mm. They want to see these big names playing. And, and for the fast bowlers and other players to be told, no, I'm sorry, you can't play, the kids don't get to see them. Um, we want this game to be as big as it possibly can. Mm. We want this tournament to be massive. We've got to let these players play. Yeah. If a fast bowler can't bowl four overs in a 2020 mm. game uh, just because they're being nursed for a test match, and I understand test matches priority one, but surely they're able to bowl four overs. We want these guys playing. If not, the kids are going to miss out on seeing these guys. And when they watch sports like the basketball, they're going to see these superstars playing every game. Whereas we don't let them play a four-over a four-over bowling game, really. The second point I've got is with regards to test cricket, and I think the media probably a little bit in this have a bit to blame. Um, 40 years ago when we played the West Indies, Australia were a very average cricket team in the early 80s compared to the West Indies, yet the series was promoted as going to be one of the greatest series of all time. And the media smacked it all over the place. It was great. We all loved it. We all couldn't wait for it. It was saturated. It was positive. But when it was really good. We walked into this series, and I think, yes, you're right off the back of the Ashes, off the back of the World Cup. I think the media have been fairly negative towards the Pakistani cricket team. There's been, oh, Australia are going to win this easily. Australia are going to walk all over them. We need positivity mm. to create the atmosphere hey, around these test matches. Paul, I've got to cut you off because we've got to squeeze a break in, but you, you make a good point. The thing is, I think that changes a little bit now. We, we are so much across what is happening, and, and unfortunately, you're right, it's not always easy for the for the media. And, and uh, again, I, I'm a part of this to say that the Pakistanis going into this test series aren't exactly a team that we expect to be overly competitive over five days. But that is also the truth. And sometimes reality can be a little negative and it's as harder in 2023 to be able to maybe blur that. Love the call, Matt. Appreciate it. Plenty more next. Midday Madness, all thanks to Worklock at Caram Downs. And packing them, unlocked, stocked and full of value work for wherever you work. I've got to get to Anthony, David, Jeff, Mark. I'm coming to you. After the news, when Daniel Garb's going to join me as well, we're just going to crash into his show. He's hosting this show in Sydney. I'm going to crash into his. He's going to crash into mine. We're going to talk all things, well, whatever the hell Garby is talking about in Sydney. The 40 Winks temper text is on fire. It's all about cricket. What do you make of the world of cricket? one three hundred seven three six seven three six, And, of course, 043398. 1116. Pataki Ham to give away. $50 e-gift card as well. All thanks to the House of Golf. It's been a big hour. Still plenty more to come. Ryan Harris, Callum Talbot, Liam Santa Maria, and Daniel Garb, and your calls. one 736 736 The most simple of questions for summer. What do you make of cricket?